0: of Acts chapter 16. The word of the Lord does not interrupt the spirit of the Lord. How many of you still got some energy left? Amen. I'm going to give it all I got. How many of you commit to the Lord? You're going to give it all you got tonight. You're going to dig in. You're going to help me preach. Say amen. Thank you pastor again for trusting me with this pulpit. Love your pastor and his family so very much. And it came to pass As we went to prayer, a certain damsel possessed with a spirit of divination met us, which brought her masters much gain by soothsaying. And the same followed Paul and us. It's going to be important in a minute. Everybody say and us. And cried, saying, these men are servants of the most high God, which show unto us the way of salvation. And this she did many days. So you understand where we're at. The apostle is there and there's a devil follow him around many days, but Paul being grieved one translation said greatly annoyed, <sighs> turned and said to the spirit, mm, I command thee in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her and it came out, amen, the same hour. And when her master saw that the hope of their gains was gone, they caught Paul and Silas and drew them into the marketplace under the rulers brought them to the magistrates saying, these men being Jews do exceedingly trouble our city and teach customs which are not lawful for us to receive, neither to observe being Romans. And the multitude rose up together against them and the magistrates rent off their clothes and commanded to beat them. When they had laid many stripes upon them, they cast them into prison, charging the jailer to keep them safely, who, having received such a charge, thrust them into the inner prison and made their feet fast in the stocks. And at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises. Now, you got to understand, they're in the inner prison. They're in the bottom the basement if you please but it says they prayed and sang praises and the prisoners heard them boy that flies in the face of quiet worship doesn't it those boys weren't off in the basement whispering their prayers and praise no they got crazy a little bit they opened their mouths they began to praise god So to the point that the other prisoners heard them. And suddenly there was an earthquake so that the foundations of the prison were shaken. And immediately all the doors were opened and everyone's bands were loosed. Two men began to praise God. And it caused an earthquake. Amen. And prison doors flew open and everyone in the house was loosed. Amen. I just want to preach to you and remind you. I'm not going to preach anything you don't already know, but I've just come to remind you tonight that there is an earthquake in your mouth. Turn around and tell somebody there's an earthquake in your mouth. Amen. If you believe that, why don't you put your Bibles down, open your mouth, and let's let that earthquake out for just a moment. Oh, that doesn't sound like an earthquake to me. Come on. I wonder if there's somebody who will really put some energy into it tonight. Open your mouth. There you go. You may be seated. You can sit down, but don't shut down. We all know what it's like to be in a prison of some sort. Whether it's financial or spiritual or physical, emotional, psychological. And if we're honest, everybody here needs to be delivered from something. Amen. If we're going to be honest, and the question is, are you ready to come out of your prison? Are you ready to come out of your prison? That's the question that needs to be answered, but I want you to understand that now is the time to come out, and the truth is, there is an earthquake in your mouth. Amen. Now, One of the many ways of expressing praise to God is in a shout. And in fact, in his word, the Lord lays out the spiritual principles of a shout and reveals to us that a shout releases something in and through us. In fact, God gave us our voices for our benefit. In fact, the word shout in Hebrew means to split the ears with sound. It's Greek equivalent means to incite or to stir up with words. Amen. In fact, Roy Hart, a pioneer in the exploration of the voice, said this. He said, the voice is the muscle of the soul. Hallelujah. And so your voice is a very powerful instrument that can create and stimulate. Amen. It's powerful. And your voice is unique. Your voice personally is unlike any other. It's tonal quality. It's cadence. It's particular patterns can never be perfectly duplicated. When you raise your voice, God instantly recognizes it as you. Nobody can praise God like you can. Nobody can praise him for you. Amen. Now, I grew up in a church where the term shouty really meant uh, dancing. We, we'd say, boy, we had a shouting service. And, and, uh, but somehow in our virtual and electronic world of communication, we have forgotten the power of our voices. Now, I love to, to dance. I love to run. I love to clap, but that's simply not a shout. There's power in releasing your voice To the Lord when God created the universe he did not think it into existence he did not dance it into existence he did not clap it into existence but the Bible says in Genesis 1 and 3 and God said Genesis 1 and 6 and God said 1 and 9 and you got it 1 and 11 and 1 and 14 and and what, 20, 24, 26, 29, and God said, God created the worlds, the stars, the solar systems by speaking. He opened his mouth and spoke them into existence. And you know what? He started it all with words and he's going to wrap it up with words because 1st Thessalonians said, the Lord shall descend himself from heaven with a shout. God Almighty creates with words and we are made in His image. Therefore, there is creative power packed away in your mouth. He is word created worlds and so can yours. Words create worlds. There is an earthquake in your mouth. Tell your neighbor there's an earthquake in your mouth. In fact, faith, the very element that paves the way for salvation, comes through this word that is spoken. So then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of the Lord. Amen. You won't ever hear it unless somebody speaks it. Oh, hallelujah. The psalmist said, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my thoughts, be in my heart, Be in my spirit. No, he said his praise shall continually be in my mouth. If you're going to bless him, it's got to go beyond your heart. It's got to go out beyond your mind. you got to open your mouth and let that earthquake out. If you're going to bless him, open your mouth. Not just when you're at church, but when you're all by yourself. Not just when things are good, but when everything's falling apart. Not just on Sunday night when we're cranking it high. But on Monday morning when all hell breaks loose, there's an earthquake in your mouth. And your words will create world. Open your mouth. There's an earthquake in there. We need to open our mouth concerning the truth that we have. If we have sound doctrine, and we do, but won't talk about it, what good is that? You'll never make converts if you don't go to the community with your doctrine. We either communicate it or we eliminate it. But if we'll open our mouths and let this truth out, we'll see earthquakes in our schools. We'll see earthquakes in our workplaces. We'll see earthquakes in Anderson that they've never even heard of before because when you open your mouth, there is an earthquake in your mouth. But sometimes you find yourself in prison, you're not even sure how you got there. Bam, clang. Find yourself in the middle of a prison you know people have led us to believe that if you have great faith you won't ever go through anything but that's just not true in fact you don't even know if you have faith at all until you go through something I've learned from personal experience you can be right and still be treated wrong That you can be criticized doing right. Get lied on and can't even defend yourself. You can be victimized and have to hold your peace. Can't say anything. Just wait on Jesus to fix it all. Don't let anybody tell you that doing the will of God won't get you in trouble. When you start doing things for God, you're going to run into opposition. Just like Paul and Silas. They got on the enemy's hit list by doing the will of God. They fooled around and delivered a witch, broke some yokes, and put some evil men out of business. That's just what good churches do. We move in on the enemy's territory and we take it back and we tell the devil to get out. Hey man. I was pastoring my home church in Memphis, Tennessee. When you came into Memphis, there was, there was a strip club called Danny's that right when you came in, there was this giant terrible sign that was probably about 40 feet tall. There was two young ladies in our church came to me one day. They said, Pastor, we are. this is embarrassing that this nasty thing is the, what people see first when they come into this town. Now, that club had been there since I was a little boy. I remember it as a kid, but two young ladies made up their mind. There was an earthquake in their mouth, and they started coming to church and praying against that sign. I kid you not, two weeks later, a crazy thunderstorm came, a bolt of lightning hit that thing, it fell over, and they've never put it back up. I'm here to tell somebody, you open your mouth, there's an earthquake in your mouth. It's time we start shutting some things down. I I understand that as Christians we are passive. I get that. But we should be in certain areas, but we should not be in others. We've been quiet too long. Come on, Paul just shut it down. He didn't ask anybody. He didn't get permission. And because he was doing good, he got thrown in prison. Now listen, there's all kinds of prisons. Sometimes you can't even explain the prison that you find yourself in. It might be depression. might be addiction, self-hatred, fear, pride. There's a million things that you can find yourself bound with. But truly, without prisons and trials, you only have a theory of God. The truth is, you ought to be glad for the bad. It makes you pray, don't it? Amen, it makes you pray. Tell somebody, this is going to be something good out of your prison. Come on, tell your neighbor. Some good's gonna come out of your prison. I know it hurts. I know you're crying. I know you're weary. But listen, I, I, I'm not. I'm not in this for nothing. God's gonna get some glory out of the mess that I'm in. Some of you have resented your problems, but the truth is, they've made you. You kept a licking and you, uh, and you took a licking and you kept on ticking. Nobody helped you. Thank God they didn't. But you're still here. If they had, a, you might have had to worship somebody else. But Jesus is the one that brought us through, is he not? He, so now, when we come together, He's the one we're going to worship. Amen, amen. But here's what got me about this text. It said that spirit followed Paul and us. Where's us? Only Paul and Silas are in jail. How big a group was us? It could have been a group the size of Anderson, First Pentecostal, tonight. We don't know. But only two guys ended up getting thrown in prison because the Bible said, mm, the Bible said, Paul being grieved, greatly annoyed you know maybe here's the thing paul got sick of his situation he got annoyed enough that he turned and spoke to the spirit now pastor i was raised where well, you don't talk to the devil now you you leave him alone because you don't want to get him stirred up you know i think our problem is we don't talk enough to the devil hey man come on wait the bible tells us the bible tells us i'm in the book now you ready The Bible tells us, he said, I give you power over all the power of the enemy. The bottom line is I outrank the devil. The devil, should he's worried about getting me stirred up. That's what he's worried about. So what maybe some of us need to do is turn around and look at that devil that's been chasing you and chasing your family and chasing your children. And maybe you should open your mouth and tell that devil to get away from me. Here, listen to me. You will never be delivered from something you're willing to tolerate. You will never be delivered from something you're willing to tolerate. Maybe maybe the reason you're not getting your breakthrough is you ain't annoyed enough. Maybe you've gotten comfortable. Well, this sickness is just the way it's going to be. This, you know, I've, I've been suffering this all my life, Pastor. It's just the way it is. Man, I got this problem with my family. It's just the way it's going to. How bad does your family have to get before you get annoyed enough to turn around and look at every devil and say, get your hands off my family? How bad do your finances have to get before you stand up and tell the devil, get your hands off my finances? How far away does your marriage have to get before you get annoyed enough to stand up and open your mouth and let the earthquake out? Oh, somebody ought to stand up right now and begin to address what hell is doing in your life. Come on, stand up, open your mouth and begin to speak to it. Come on, there's an earthquake in your mouth. There's an earthquake in your mouth. Open your mouth. now this is an interesting thing because nobody can do this for you. Your mouth. You have to open your mouth. How do I get out of this prison? Well, the Bible says, Proverbs 18, death and life are in the power of the tongue. Oh, I'm not just trying to get you riled up. I'm trying to help you understand there's an earthquake in your mouth. We have authority over anything the devil would throw at us. And I'm telling you what, if anything's been aggravating me lately, is that I watch people settling when I know it's from the devil. And we just say this is the way it's going to be. I come against that tonight. It's time for somebody tonight to be delivered. But you're going to have to open your mouth. You're going to have to get annoyed enough to tell the devil, I've had all I'm going to take. We love this verse. Oh, we love this one. If you have the faith as a grain of mustard seed, you shall say to this mountain, remove hence to yonder place, and it shall remove, and nothing shall be impossible unto you. Woo! we like that one, boy. But did you notice the key? You shall say to this mountain. that That mountain's going to move, but not when you email it. Not when you chat it. Or when you blog it. Or when you Facebook it. Or when you Instagram it, or when you tweet it, that mountain will move. But only when you get annoyed enough to turn around and look at that mountain and be, speak to him. And oh, come on, somebody needs to uh, get what I'm telling you. You've been settling for junk. The devil's been beating your marriage up. He's been beating your children up. He's been beating your finances up. He's got you so stressed out and full of fear. And that's where he wants you. But oh, if you get a hold of the fact that there's an earthquake in your mouth, you'll walk out of here deliver. Let the redeemed of the Lord say, say it There is an earthquake in your tell your neighbor it's in your mouth We've got this idea that only certain people have the power to get out of this stuff. No, we all have the same Holy Ghost. The book of Hosea chapter 14. You can sit if you want to. You can stay standing if you want to. I don't care. We're coming close quickly to a New Testament. And we're seeing a change in how God, for thousands of years, they've been slaughtering animals and blood has been shed. But we find in, in Hosea 14 too, the Lord's talking about how to bring an offering to God. And he says, take with you words. Go ahead and, and, and bring your offering, but bring some words with it. He likes hearing our voices. Bring your calf. Go ahead, but uh, bring some words with it. Amen. Bring, go ahead, bring that dove, but bring some words with it. Hallelujah. Bring your dance, but bring some words with it. Bring your aisle running, but bring some words with it. Go ahead, cl- go bring your clapping, but go ahead if you would and bring some words with it. There's power in what we say. I wonder. I wonder The Bible says, Whatsoever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatsoever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. I wonder if we're not binding and loosing things all day. Not just in prayer meetings, but as Holy Ghost filled people, we're full of the Holy Ghost 24 hours a day, right? So the Holy Ghost is listening to what we say. What are you binding and loosing at home? Well, I'm never going to get out of this financial mess. Did you just bind yourself? My marriage is never going to get any better. I guess this diabetes is just part of my life. Have we just bound ourselves? Or should we be speaking faith? Remember, words create worlds. Well, come on, what's all this really going to do for me? You're just trying to get us hyped up because it's Sunday night. No, I'm really not. Does, a, does shouting even affect God? Well, watch this. Psalms 47 and 5 declares that God has gone up with a shout. The word gone up there means to stir up. Now, I'm from the south. I'm talking about way south. And, and when we said stirred up, it was never a good thing. Oh, that stirs me up. Do y'all get stirred up in, in Indiana? Y'all know one? Oh, that stirs me. Somebody pull out in front of you. Oh, that stirs me up. It's not a positive thing, but it's an emotional thing. When you're stirred up, there's emotions involved. Is that not right? Okay, so when we shout, it elicits an emotional response from God. He gets stirred up when we shout. But how about this? A few chapters later, it says, let God arise and let his enemies be scattered. The Hebrew word there, arise, is translated as to stir up. So when we shout, it stirs God up. And here, when God gets stirred up, it says that his enemies be scattered. The word scattered means to dash in pieces or break. So when God gets stirred up, when his people shout, he doesn't just get stirred up and do nothing about it. When he gets stirred up and we start shouting and and crying out with our voice, Jesus starts smashing prison doors and he starts breaking down chains and he starts shattering the enemy. He starts killing addictions. He starts removing distraction. He starts tearing down walls and strongholds begin to fall if you don't think there's nothing to it, I double-dog dare you open your mouth right now and shout. And let's just see what God will do at FPC Anderson on a Sunday. There is an earthquake in your mouth. Okay, here's what we're going to do. Here's what, Sit down for just a second. Sit down. In the church that I pastored in East Tennessee, we had a rule. And this was the rule. It's illegal to clap alone. You can't just clap and clap only. The Bible said, Oh, clap your hands, all you people, and shout unto God with the voice of triumph. Now, I, I, and the reason we did this, and I always taught our people, we have to Psalms 47 every clap. If you're going to clap, you better be ready to shout because we're going we're to do this the Bible way. Now, I grew up in Pentecost, remember, so I know you can clap and not be thinking about Jesus. I was a little brat kid in church. My, I can remember my mama. Bobby, sit down. I said, sit down. You're getting no whipping when you get home. She was not thinking about Jesus. Jesus. i got to get the oil changed tomorrow. I wonder if that sail's still on over. Because if your mouth is not engaged with your hands, it can be very dry. In fact, let's just just take a little, let's do a little thing here. Now, first of all, um, if you're going to do it according to the Word of God, the Bible says with a voice of triumph. In other words, triumph is powerful because it means you've already won. It's done. It's over. Okay? So how, how do y'all act here in, in, in Anderson if, if your team is winning? How, how do you act? Well, what do y'all do when your team wins? Y'all a bunch of liars. <laughs> there ain't one of y'all that saw your team win and went... Oh, come on, let's be Listen, I grew up playing basketball with my Christian school, and I can remember, man, people, my mom and dad on the side going crazy, getting excited. Come on, how do y'all act when you win? Is that all you got, really? Come on. I think y'all can do better than that. Come on. You're, okay, how about this? I, 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 I was at a game. My son my son saw you. He's about 6'2". He's a pretty good ball player, basketball player. And he was playing there in Potts Camp. He was playing for Pots Camp, actually. And then he was getting I was a crazy dad on the sidelines. I had a T-shirt on that said, Who's your daddy in a basketball? Man, I, 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 was, I was always getting fired up. I'm on the sidelines hollering for Sawyer, and I'll never forget the game. Man, when, when he's coming down, they're passing it back and forth. It's a one-point game. If the shot goes in, we're going to win. If it doesn't, we're going to lose. And the ball's passed, and all of a sudden, it goes to my boy. And, of course, Daddy, man, I come out of my seat. Oh, yeah. And Sawyer gets it, and he rocks back. It leaves his hand. and As it leaves his hand, the buzzer goes off. Come on, you know what I'm talking about? The oxygen left the room as we watch the ball because it's either we win or we lose right here. And boom, it went in. And I just went like some of y'all. No, no. No, that's not what I did, Pastor. I'm telling you, I about embarrassed the whole place. Oh, yeah! Come on, yeah! So here's what we're gonna do. Sit down. We're gonna clap our hands this time, but we're gonna keep our mouths shut. I I wanna show you the difference. There's something powerful when you, Psalms 47, you clap. Are you ready? Clap your hands. Keep your mouths closed. Let's see what this sounds like. Ready? Go. Now, we we could be giving out Tupperware prizes or something. I mean, you know what I mean? Come on, did did y'all hear any thunder in that? But now we're going to do it the Bible way. And I want you to stay seated until you begin to feel the difference. And as a testimony that you feel there's something powerful about doing it the Bible way. Stay in a testimony. But we're not just, we're going to clap. But we're not just going to do a little half-hearted sissy shout. I'm talking about shout with the voice. And it's a very specific voice. That's what the Bible says. The voice. He's not talking about just any whole voice. He's talking about shout as though you've already won. Okay, how about this shout as though you're walking down the streets of gold? You've already made it to heaven. Are you ready? Clap your hands, all ye people. Clap your hands, all ye people. Hands! Come on, God's getting stirred up right now. God's starting to break down walls right now. Change is starting to fall right now. Come on, there's an earthquake in your mouth. <laughs> My God, I feel healing moving through this house right now. Come on, somebody get annoyed enough right now. Somebody get annoyed enough to speak to that mess. I want every husband and wife to grab hands right now Or put your arm around each other And we're going to begin to speak life into our marriages right now Come on, the devil's fighting families Come on, if your kids are close, grab them Open your mouth, husband Open your mouth, wife, come on Begin to rebuke every devil that would try to separate you Begin to rebuke every evil spirit That would try to hamper and divide Come on, there's an earthquake in your mouth there's an earth. Open your mouth. Come on, open your mouth. Come on, open your mouth. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. There's an earthquake in your mouth. E corolobo sho toroboya, e if you need a miracle of any kind come down here as quick as you can come on if you need a miracle of any kind in your life come here as quick as you can if you want the Holy Ghost come down here if you need a healing in your body come down here quickly come on move shove somebody out of the way we are about to make the devil man <laughs> you've been quiet too long Okay, hang on just a second. Hang on just a second. I need you to listen to me for just a second. I'm gonna talk about something, then we're gonna turn you loose. I gotta make one more point. The reason some of us have not gotten our breakthrough. It's because we spend our time listening to this self-talk. You're never going to get through this. This is just the way it is. You're always going to be sick. You're never going to be happy in your marriage. Your kids are always going to be acting out. You're never going to get over this anxiety. You're never going to press through this financial situation. And so we listen. Boy, I feel the Holy Ghost in this place. I feel an authority in this house. But watch this. God gives us a remedy for this self-talk. Now, it almost sounds like, Pastor, that he's asking us to lie. But don't kick me off the platform till I finish my thought. He told him in the book of Joel. He said, let the weak say... I am strong. Oh, but I'm not strong. I'm not going to get through this. It's just, it's terrible. It's horrible. It's just so bad. God said, say it. Was he asking us to lie? No, no, no. He just understood. There's an earthquake in your mouth. I was preaching this message a few months ago in Germany. A lady off to the side just began to go crazy, screaming, hollering. I didn't know what was going on. I just knew she's getting blessed. When the service was over, she came up to me. She said, I need to tell you what happened to me tonight. She said, I have not had a voice for over seven years. I haven't been able to speak above a whisper. She said, I used to sing in the choir. I used to sing specials. But I lost my voice. And she said, you started telling us to, to say, you know, I am healed. Whatever you need, start saying it. And she said, I, I've said it because you told me to. I was like, I'm healed. I'm healed. I'm healed. See, so I really didn't feel it. But you, she said, you just kept on pushing us. So I'm like, I'm just going to try to be obedient. I'm healed. I'm healed. I'm healed. Because I, I was saying, and I'm going to say this in a minute again, but say it until you start believing it. And, and it, that helps if you say it like you believe it. And she said, I... She's over there going, I'm healed. I'm healed. And she said, I probably said it 50 times. And then all of a sudden she said, I felt a tingle come into my throat. And she said, I was like, I'm healed. She said, I had a little more voice. Then she said, I said it again. I am healed. And I had a little more voice. She said, every time I said it, God was giving me a little bit more of my voice back. She said, I want you to know, the way I'm talking to you right now is the first time in 10 years. What are you saying? I'm telling some of you that are already thinking, well, this ain't going to work. No, no. you got to start saying it as though you believe the word of God. Say it as though the God of all glory said, let the weak say I am strong. If you need a healing, you ought to start saying, I am healed. If you need deliverance, you ought to say, I've been delivered. If you need the Holy Ghost, you ought to say, I've got the Holy Ghost. Come on, right now, open your mouth all over this house. Come on, say it. I am healed. I am delivered. I am anointed. I am powerful. I'm going to get through this. I am free. I am delivered. Come on, somebody say, I am healed. Somebody with diabetes, start saying, I'm healed. Somebody with cancer, start saying, I'm healed. Come on, say it. Come on say it to you keep saying it say it over and over and over come on say it over and over and over i am strong come on don't stop saying it come on don't stop saying it. i'm gonna be delivered i'm gonna come out of this i'm gonna walk with god I'm going to walk in the Holy Ghost. My family's coming back together. My my husband's coming back. My wife is coming back. My children are coming back. My friends are coming back. My neighbors are coming in. My workmates are coming in. Come on, open your... Give me some men that'll open your mouth. Come on, brothers. Open your mouth and say it. Come on. Come on, say it Come on, say it Come on, say it There's an earthquake in your mouth Come on, there's an earthquake You're ready to come out of your prison Open your mouth Open your mouth There is an earthquake Come on, say it Come on, reach over, find a neighbor close to you. Ladies, bind up with another lady, brother with a brother. Come on, let's begin to pray one for another. Come on, open your mouth and let's pray. Come on, join together with Paul and Silas and let's begin to pray. Let's begin to praise him right now. Come on, this ain't driven by music. This is driven by hunger. This is driven by people that are ready for a breakthrough. This is going to be driven by people that are ready to come out of your prison. That's it. Come on. Come on, Paul. Come on, Silas. Pray. 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 I'm coming out I'm going to get my breakthrough I'm healed I am strong I am anointed come on say it let the redeemed of the Lord say come on say it Come on, sir, say it. Come on, brother, say it. Come on, sis, say it. Come on, say it. That's it. Come on, somebody stepping in the Holy Ghost right now come on you might be in the inner prison right now you might be bound up you may feel like you're never coming out but if you'll open up your mouth come on open your mouth and let the earthquake out come on somebody speak against that fear speak against that anxiety speak against that fibromyalgia come on speak against it come on come on paul Look that thing in the face and tell it to get it's hands off of you. Come on, you've got authority over whatever's coming against you. Come on, stop settling for less. You've been quiet too long, Anderson. It's time for a revival that'll shake the foundations of this city. Come on, God's getting stirred up right now. Come on, I feel chains breaking. I feel walls falling. I feel strongholds being removed. I don't care what the doctor said, speak it. Come on, speak faith. I don't care what your therapist said, speak against it. It does not matter what your family said about you. Come on, speak faith into your situation. my God, somebody ought to start binding some stuff in your life somebody ought to come on, don't only bind it up start loosing peace start loosing anointing start loosing power come on, don't stop come on, help me help me FBC, don't stop help me push help me push Come on, it's my breakthrough. It's my miracle. Oh, that's it. Come on, we're getting somewhere now. Open your mouth and let the earthquake out. Come on, you've let the devil beat you down long enough. You've let the enemy lie to you long enough. Open your mouth. It ain't over. It ain't over. Let's go. Somebody push with me right now. It ain't over. Oh, we're going to come out of this prison. We're going to come out of this jail. We're going to come out of this mess. He